0: Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Kroger Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for Cut, B is for Beef, KCB means Kroger Cut Beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies. And here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. So you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef. Meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store, get Kroger cut beef, and get more meat for your money. And now, Hearts in Harmony. It's evening in Rossville, and in the Gibbs home, dinner is over and the dishes are done. The house is quiet as, alone in the living room, Penny Gibbs' Mother Grace talks with her invalid husband, Jed.
0: Oh, I meant to tell you, Jed, saw Mrs. Ross at the butcher's this morning and she asked if she could come over and see you.
2: I don't know why she thinks she has to come to see me, Grace, or or has she heard I'm a dying man? Jed, don't talk that way. (laughs) I'm not really talking about dying, Grace. I was just thinking. Has Mrs. Ross heard the rumors about me that Fred Aiken has heard? What rumors? Oh, well, not rumors exactly. Snowball stories, let's call them.
0: Snowball stories?
2: Yes, you know what I mean, Grace. A snowball gets bigger as it rolls along. Well, so does the story as it passes from person to person. <laughs> it amuses me the way it works.
0: I know what you mean, Jet. It's such a little story at first.
2: <laughs> Can't you guess how Fred Aiken got worried I was a dying man? Uh-oh. It probably started when Penny told Johnny Keith about my legs. Johnny told Harriet at the office about it and saying my legs were paralyzed. And then Harriet told her mother I was helpless from the waist down. Mm. And then Harriet's mother told her grocer that I couldn't move. So the grocer told his wife that I was paralyzed from head to foot. And his wife told her next door neighbor they probably had me in an iron lung to keep me breathing. Mm -hmm. And so when Fred Aiken came around to the neighbors to fix the plumbing, he was told I was being kept alive in an iron lung. (laughs) And so he came here with the idea I was dying.
0: (laughs) Just the way those things get around, Jed. It's amazing how far from the truth stories are when they've been repeated seven or eight times.
2: It just goes to prove that every man and woman on the face of the earth wants to outdo every other man and woman on the face of the earth. Or people wouldn't always be trying to out-exaggerate each other.
0: Oh, isn't it really because people are always trying to improve what the other person does or says?
2: Well, they think they're improving the story, but they're exaggerating it. And there's a lot of difference between improvement and exaggeration. Say, uh, tell me, where's Penny? I haven't seen her here since this morning.
0: Well, she's been at Mrs. Carlton's all day. All evening, for that matter. She even had dinner there.
2: What's that Mrs. Carlton trying to do, work Penny to death?
0: <laughs> no, it isn't that bad. There's some days she doesn't even have to see Mrs. Carlton. But once in a while, there are a lot of things to be done, and she's at the Carlton home all day. <laughs>
2: The Carltons don't live in a home. They just rattle around in an architectural nightmare. Oh. The Carlton Mansion is about as warm and inviting as an ice house. Oh,
0: it's really beautiful, though, Jed.
2: All it needs is a river, and it'll look like a castle on the Rhine. Or a few guards carrying guns on top of the walls, and it'll look like a prison.
0: Oh,
2: no. It can look like a lot of things. In fact, anything but a house that looks like a home. Bet you can whisper in the place and hear the echo for half an hour.
0: Now, look who's exaggerating.
2: Only to prove a point, Grace, that people should live in places like this and leave castles to kings, museums to mummies, and railroad stations to railroad trains.
0: Now, just what is the Carlton home? A castle, a museum, or a railroad
2: station? It's a well-heaped-up pile of rocks with windows in it.
0: (laughs) And I suppose you wouldn't go inside it, even if you were asked.
2: I'd go in without being asked to fill the basement full of TNT.
0: Well, you're going to the mansion sometime soon, and you're going to leave your TNT at home. Huh? We've been invited by Mrs.
2: Carlton. Uh, You go and leave me at home.
0: I will not. It's especially because of you that we've been invited. No,
2: I can't go, Grace.
0: Well, I don't know why
2: not. You can look at me and see why not. I can't move from this side of the room to the other except in this go-kart of mine. Now,
0: Jed, that doesn't make any difference.
2: It makes a lot of difference. I'd be out of place in the Carlton house, e- even under normal circumstances. Uh, but in this wheelchair of mine, I'd feel about as much at home as a sour pickle in a candy store.
0: You can be at home wherever you want to be, Jed. And just because you're in a wheelchair is I'm no being
2: reason. invited to the Carlton's because I'm in a wheelchair. Mrs. Carlton feels sorry for me. And if there's anything I hate...
0: Jed, you're really being very foolish about it and about your wheelchair. Of course people are sorry you're in a wheelchair, but it's not pity. No one needs to pity you. You're still the same person you always were. You haven't lost your sense of humor or your ability to think or anyone's love for you or any of the things that really count.
2: I've lost the ability to do what every person in this world has a right to do. To stand on his own two feet and make his way in the world under his own power.
0: Dad, you can do just as much as you always did if you'd it only... It isn't right
2: to talk about it, Grace. We say too many things that aren't true. It's not smart. Don't. Much smarter just to take things as they are and make the best of them. Knowing and admitting to ourselves that even the best will not be too good.
0: Dad, you have to stop thinking like that. You know it's not the way you feel.
2: Do you know how I feel, Grace? I feel like an old man, a sick old man, a helpless invalid. But more than that, I feel as if I'm a nuisance, which I know I am. And I know that one of these days, I'll feel that I'm the way, which I will be one of these days. Jed, you mustn't.
0: You mustn't think such things. In the first place, they're not true. And in the second place, they're not good
3: for you. You've got to stop.
2: Oh, Oh, Penny. uh, Hello, child. Uh, It's about time you got home.
3: Oh, isn't it? Oh, what a day this has been.
2: Yeah. Sort of overflowed into the evening, didn't it?
3: Yeah, there was a lot to do, Jed. An hour ago, I was behind a stack of papers at least two feet high. I Thought I'd never get home <laughs> at that rate.
2: In time? In time for what?
3: Oh, well, don't you know? Oh, I guess I said something wrong, didn't
0: I? Oh, no, you didn't, dear. I didn't tell you, Jed, because I knew you'd fuss. But, um, Reverend Harris is coming over to see you this evening.
2: Bill Harris, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, it's about time.
0: You mean you don't object? Well, you've been objecting to having visitors so much. I guess I, do. I
2: don't object to having Bill Harris come to see me, because I know he's really too busy <laughs> no, to.
0: Anything to be contrary. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I guess that's it, Penny.
0: Well, as a matter of fact, Reverend Harris has been trying to get over here for several weeks, but last
3: Sunday he said he'd definitely get over tonight. Well, I'd better freshen up a little bit, Mother. He should be here any minute, don't you think? Yes, he should. Uh,
2: now, you look all right, just you are, child. And besides, Bill isn't coming to see you. He's calling on me. And I won't have a pretty face around to distract him from the field of wrinkles I sport oh, for a yes. face. <laughs> oh,
0: I
3: imagine that's the Reverend now. I get it, Mother. I right. suppose
2: Bill will tell me I've been sinning and to have this curse brought down upon me. But bring the
3: Reverend in. Just a, minute, just a minute, just a minute,
2: Well, good evening, Penny. Hello,
3: Reverend Harris. Come in. Thank you. Judge in the living room with Mother. Go ahead, In.
4: All right, I'll do just that. Come on that. in, Bill. Big sad look at an invalid. Well, does it have to be a sad look, Jed? Why, I say, you look fit enough to get out of that chair and go ten rounds with a heavyweight. Oh, good evening, Mrs. Billings. I'm so
0: glad you could come, Reverend.
4: I'm sorry I couldn't get here sooner. You'll forgive me, won't you, Jed?
2: I'll get out of this chair and go ten rounds with you if you don't come and see me often to... Make up for it. I'll be a regular visitor from (laughs) now on.
3: Don't you think Jed looks well, Reverend Harris?
4: Yes, he certainly does, Penny, but Jed, you never could get much sympathy from me when you were ill. You always looked too good. I don't want sympathy, Bill, you know that. I don't intend to give it to you.
0: Won't you sit here, Reverend? I think the light from that lamp is in your eyes.
4: No, thanks. I'm quite comfortable here, Miss Billings. All right. Well... Johnny Keith tells me he's going to put up a dream house, Jed.
2: Yeah, yeah. see no reason why the house of the future can't be taken off the drafting board and put on the ground. Uh, seen the plans? No, no, I haven't. But uh, Johnny tells me that most of the ideas are yours. Johnny Keith just doesn't want to take the blame when the house falls oh, down. Oh,
3: <laughs> Oh, I forgot. I have a compliment for you, Reverend Harris. For me, Fanny? Mm-hmm. Jed hasn't been too happy about having visitors, but uh, tell you a secret... He actually seemed anxious to see you.
4: Anxious to get it over with, is what she means. (laughs) Oh, you don't really think that
2: uh, I'm going to preach to you now, do you, Jed? Well, there isn't a pulpit handy, but uh, I think we can scrape together a few sturdy boxes and build you one. (laughs) Now, Jed, you know
4: (laughs) me better than that. And you know the word of God doesn't have to be delivered from the heights of a pulpit.
2: Of course I do, Bill.
4: Yes, I'm sure you do. Yes, sir. God's word and God's teaching and God's guidance can be talked of in the home. For the home is where God's people are, and where his people are, so
2: is he. Tell me something, Bill. Yep? Here I am, just 60 years old, but I'm in a wheelchair, an invalid. Did God do this to me?
4: Yes, Jed. God put you in that wheelchair.
0: Why, Reverend Harris, when it seems such a cruel thing for a man who loved to be
4: active? I don't know why, Mrs. Billings... God brings his blessings in strange ways.
3: Well, then, Jed's illness can be a blessing. Is that what you mean?
4: Can be, Penny? Oh, it is. But the mind of man is not the mind of God. As mortals, we're limited. When something like this happens, we... Well, we have to search for the reason for it. Believe me, Jed, there's a reason for what happened to you. That's not to be considered punishment. Believe me. No, sir, I think rather that out of this illness of yours will come will come a new life for you, Jed. A new and better life for all those around you.
0: Well, you know, Reverend Harris, Jed feels that his life is over now.
2: Oh, well, isn't it, Bill? I'm alive, yes, but what's good of being alive in a go-kart? Have you um, lost your faith, Jed? Lost? it. Huh? No.
4: Well, then you've forgotten that you have it. Maybe I ought to remind you of it and help you remember the the power of it. And I'm uh, not trying to preach to you, Jed. Oh, go ahead if you want. Oh, no, you don't need preaching. You, You need a prescription for your mind and your spirit just as you need a prescription for your body when it's ailing. Jed, what you need is a good heaping heart full of faith. A good heaping heartful of faith at least once a day. Hmm. Doctor's orders, huh, Bill?
2: A friend's suggestion, Jed. I think I know what you mean. Sure you do, Jed.
4: Try the Bible. It's God's encyclopedia. His book. His message of faith and hope and strength
1: to all those who suffer weakness, doubt, or fear. Will the Reverend Harris' visit bring new face to Jed Billings and help him find a new life? And how will a changed Jed Billings affect the life of Penny Gibbs, her family, and friends? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waist and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger Cut Beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. So go there soon. Get Kroger Cut Beef, and you'll get more meat, less waste, at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. It's Kroger for better values in famous foods. Yes, the wonderful foods you see advertised in Life magazine are featured in your neighborhood Kroger store. Shop at Kroger for better values.